Hello and welcome to another episode of the pod. This one is so important for me. It's it's rushing, it's drastic, it's rapid. The reason being, because January is approaching, New Year's around the corner, and I know that your newsfeed is going to be full of bullshitters. People bombarding you with bollocks that you don't need, claiming to give you the key to fat loss, making empty promises, taking your money, looking at you and seeing pound signs. And I need to send this out to hopefully stop one or two of you making terrible decisions because you're feeling desperate and vulnerable, not enjoying how you feel in your body at the moment. So because of that, I'm going to try and record a pod, the basics of fat loss in under five minutes. Now, that's going to be a task because that's there's a lot to say in five minutes, but I'm going to keep it as simple as possible, give you just an overview. Hopefully, by the end of it, you will understand the physiology, how it works, so that any of these things that come up on your newsfeed, shit people are trying to sell you, you can look at it and know why that's not the answer. Now, in terms of fat loss on paper, the basics of it, it's really, really simple. So I'm going to hopefully get your head around that. The problem is for a lot of people, the implementation, because they've got like complicated relationships with their food and their body image, and they've got, you know, diet history. They've spent years dieting. Diet culture puts pressure on them. It warps the way they think. There's all these things that mean that it's not always that easy for people. And that's when they might need a coach like me to help them implement the changes. However, on paper, it's easy. So let's go. Fat loss in under five minutes. Fat loss is about energy balance. Energy in versus energy out. And when I'm talking about energy, I mean calories. So all food and drink is made up of calories. That's energy. Our body uses that to do things like move around, work out, but even just to like live. So digestion, takes calories and energy, um, our heart beating, breathing, blinking, all those things use up energy. So every individual person has their own energy requirement based on their body fat levels, their muscle mass, their age, their height, their activity levels. So it's very individual to you. Okay, so you've got this energy requirement that if you give your body only the energy it needs, whatever that is for you, it'll stay exactly as it is. So that's called maintenance calories and that's you maintaining your current body composition. Now, if you continually give your body more energy than it actually needs, that's a calorie surplus. And what happens there is our body uses up the calories it needs and the excess ones, the extra ones that you keep consuming, are then stored as body fat. And they're stored from an evolutionary perspective for kind of later, because your body might go, well, she might not always give me this much energy, so later on we'll use up that body fat. Now, obviously we don't live in a time anymore where it's feast and famine. So if you continue to overeat, your body will just continue to store that excess energy as body fat. If we want to lose body fat, we find out our maintenance calories, our personal maintenance calories. Now, if you have me as your coach say, I will look into that for you, do the maths and give you your maintenance calories. If not, you can use a generic calorie calculator on the internet. So you get your maintenance calories and then what you do is you cut some off that. So I do around about 15 to 20% 
take away and that creates what's known as a calorie deficit. The gap between the calories your body needs, the energy it needs to maintain its current state and what we're going to give it so that there's a gap, that's the deficit and then our body needs to find the energy elsewhere. So it goes, right, we're not getting enough energy through food so what am I going to do? I'm going to use up that excess energy that was stored as body fat. So that's how your body starts to lose the fat because you're not giving it enough energy. Now, the reason I give my clients 15, 20% maximum as a gap for a deficit is because that's going to make it sustainable. You're going to be able to eat plenty of food, feel full, feel satisfied, have all the foods that you enjoy within that deficit and sustain fat loss long term. You're not going to feel like you're super restricted and dieting. These women who go at it really drastically and are like, right, 1200 or 1400 calorie diet, you are going to fall flat on your ass at some point because you're not giving your body everything it needs. So yes, you'll get quick results in the first few weeks, but then you will absolutely binge somewhere and be back to square one. So you're much better going, I'm going to take my time, be patient, be consistent and go for a deficit that's 15 to 20%. You're going to be consistent with that. Now, listen to me now, understand this. Any diet that works... If it works, if body fat is lost, it's because you're in a calorie deficit. This is not a new method of fat loss, okay? It's basic science, it's physiology. So I'm going to give you examples. Let's say you do a shake diet and you replace some meals with shakes. You're reducing the number of calories you're giving your body. Let's say you do keto, so you cut out all carbs. You aren't losing body fat because you've cut out carbs. You're losing body fat because you've cut out the calories that are contained within carbs. So it's not necessary to cut out carbs. You can just cut out calories. If you were getting a skinny jab that's going to reduce appetite, you reduce the amount of calories you're consuming. If you were to even go for something as extreme as gastric surgery, you're reducing the amount of food you're consuming. So you're creating a calorie deficit. All of these things are a calorie deficit. Now, the other methods I've mentioned, the extreme measures, what happens when you stop? That's the problem. You're going to end up back to square one. Whereas now, if you say, I'm going to do it this way, slow and steady and consistent, just giving my body a little bit less energy than it needs week after week, month after month, imagine where you could be in six months time. And then you'll never need to start another diet from scratch. You'll never need another faddy bullshit diet plan. You won't be affected by these things that are going to fill your newsfeed. Now, if you want support with this, if you want to learn more about, if you want to learn about nutrition and how to fuel yourself and the easiest way to make a calorie deficit really simple and effective, that's when a coach is going to help you. But you do not need a detox. Detox is bollocks. We don't need detoxes. Our body detoxes. You do not need magic earrings promising to help you lose fat or a shake or any sort of rigid diet plan. I promise you, this is basic physiology. There's no such thing as good or bad foods. You can eat and drink whatever you like within a calorie deficit. Some food is more nutritionally dense than others. Some food is higher in calories. So you can make choices that support your health, but there's no food off limit. You can eat or drink whatever you like, and that's going to help you do this long term, not restricting and saying foods are off limits. A few things that are going to help you stick to this calorie deficit, okay? So get a pen. Number one, prioritizing protein. 
eating protein with every meal that's going to keep you feeling fuller for longer if you trust me it's going to blow your mind you will snack less because you're feeling full and satisfied after meals you're going to reduce your calorie consumption number two Fill your plate with high-volume, low-calorie food. So pack any of your meals out with veggies, fruit, that type of thing. Things that fill your tummy that aren't particularly calorific. And number three, meal timings. So meal timings don't matter in terms of it's not going to affect your fat loss if you eat after six, if you eat at two o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter if you're within your calorie deficit, but meal timings will help you manage your hunger levels. And with a calorie deficit... It's about that. It's about managing hunger. So breakfast, lunch and tea spread out. If you can have them at around about the same time every day, you're going to train your body to manage hunger. So that's why meal timings are important. That's why skipping meals isn't a good idea because when you eventually eat, you're going to overeat. You're going to binge because you're starving because you haven't managed hunger. I've gone slightly over the five minutes. I've done it in about seven, but hopefully you are clued up. You understand the basic principles of losing body fat.